Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Mind Split Cafe, which is actually our part two of our roundtable. So again, we have Kim and Jess with us, and we also have two more guests. We have Crystal and Dr. D. You guys want to introduce yourselves real quick and give us a little lay of the land of your, your practice and, and what you specialize in? Sure. Um, I do have a full-time job um, with a managed care organization. And if kind of um, many counselors foe, but you, sometimes you just got to friend them um, to stay close. So I do work for an MCO full-time, but I do do private practice as well. And I'm a licensed professional counselor supervisor. I also have my PhD in counselor education. So I do teach for UTRGV's master's in counseling program, um, a little bit part-time. Um, so that's a little bit of what I do. I'm a strong um, activist for the LGBTQ population as well as women's rights. Fantastic. I love it, Dr. D. Welcome to the show. Oh, and before we get, before we let, introduce crystal what is your guilty pleasure song dr d Ooh, yes um it'll have to be a swifty song and it <laughs> calm down only because i feel like sometimes there's so many times i want to tell someone you need to calm down <laughs> and know? it is playing right now you are somebody that i don't know there you go but calm down, calm down like it's Taylor Swift. awesome like now crystal it's your turn what is introduce yourself and before mm -hmm. you do that what is your guilty pleasure song uh, my guilty pleasure song i'm not going to say it correctly but it's by <laughs> el general de, de Buena. takes okay. me back to high school when we used to party in mexico with the alaskan sar bar and it's Good playing stuff. right now mommy guilty pleasure song and now introduce yourself tell us tell us why you're here um, I'm here because I love Jessica and she <laughs> invited me. Also, um surrounded by all this orange, I have to say that I am an Aggie and I am class of double O. <laughs> so I'm the only Aggie here. And I work in private practice. Uh, mainly I love working with teens, especially at awesome. risk teens. And I also work with the adult population. I deal with LGB LGBTQIA issues. Um, I deal a lot with trauma. I am right now working on my dissertation for my doctorate in community care counseling and traumatology. So yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. Oh, best so of luck to you. That. That's amazing. Ah, that is awesome. Congratulations. Yes, awesome. And welcome to the show, Crystal. We are so fortunate to have all of you ladies um, here. Um, and, and so Murph, you 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 are the glue obviously everybody loves you and they're here because of you not because of chris and myself so um, so i just have to say thank you murph for everything that you've done you've supported the show from the beginning and, and we can't we can't thank you enough for it so thank you absolutely thank you so much you got us a power squad here tonight yeah, so last week, I don't know if you caught the episode, but last week we were talking about intrinsic thoughts, right? And we kind of had to stop abruptly um, because we ran out of time, but we were fortunate enough that everybody got to come back and we're all wearing the same clothes. And um, so let's kind of expand on that 
that intrinsic thought and what i'd like to kind of y'all's feedback crystal and, and dr d on 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 intrinsic thoughts it's intrusive intrusive <laughs> that's why i'm the dummy on the show so do you want to go first, Dr. D? Or okay, all right. So um I uh I do deal a lot with that, obviously, with trauma. You know, a lot of what happens comes back in like uh flashbacks or nightmares for a lot of my clients. Um, so one of the things I'm trained in EMDR, and that's eye movement desensitization reprocessing. And so one of the great tools in for EMDR is using what's called a container. For a lot of my clients, sometimes these thoughts, you know, they occur at any time, I think, like was discussed last week on the podcast. So it could be at work, it could be at school, it could be when you're out on a date or you're driving. So with this container exercise, what I have my clients do is I have them visualize and construct a container. And it can literally look like anything, be anything, but it has to have three main characteristics, right? It has to be strong. So that whatever you put in, however heavy or ugly that that thought is, whatever you put in will stay in there to hold it. It has to have a two-way system. You can put it in there, put it away for the moment until you can go and look at it later and examine it, right? And then it also has to be comfortable so that whatever we put in doesn't seep back out. And in this way, my clients are empowered to try and take control of these thoughts, put them away for a minute, minute put it in their container, and they name it. You know, you can name it, I don't know, Pablo or, or bullshit jar or whatever you want to call it, you know, and you lock it away in there Alicia. until you're ready to yeah, until you're ready to journal about it or bring it to session and we'll talk about it. Um, they these thoughts occur for a lot of different reasons. It's good to have a lot of different tools. And I find that a lot of my clients like using this one. Yeah, that sounds interesting. That's I like that concept. Matt, what do you think about it? I think that's, I would actually like to see that be done. Yeah, I I like it. I like it as well. I I actually went to go see um, a therapist um, a couple of months ago, and she not Jessica. No, oh, well, I live in I live in California. I, I live in California. <laughs> so, um, but she suggested that I have a um, a ritual, and. Mm -hmm. This ritual, I I took like um. I took this this bag, and she was like, "Go and take a hike, and fill up this bag with heavy rocks while you're taking your hike, right?" And that that kind of signifies the weight that you're carrying, the burden, right? So you're carrying this. You got to go on a, she said like a, a mile, two mile and go out in the middle of nowhere. Right. And then take like a little shovel or something and this weight and these little, these little trinkets or artifact, I like, you know, things that kind of help me associate with that trauma, put it all in the bag, dig a hole, have a moment, like a burial moment and bury it in the ground and have say your piece and then when you bury it walk away mm -hmm. and don't look back because you just buried that trauma there and that's it and you know what honestly since that day it was a couple of weeks ago 
I haven't even really, really even thought about that trauma or that, that stress or that, you know, the, that, that, that event at that time period of my life. And I'm just, I feel a whole lot better. And I slept so well that night. I remember oh, I woke great. up and I was like, wow, I need to, I need to go out and bury more shit, you know? So <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I wanted to share. I, I actually, I did that and it felt really good. It felt really, really similar good. similar to the kind of the container. Um, similar. Crystal was going over. Similar. Yeah. yeah. Similar. What about you, Dr. D? What do you have to say on this one? Well, kind of based on uh, last week's, I remember Jessica calling her intrusive thoughts uh, Felicia. Mm-hmm. And, and then, you know, you're talking about also the rocks. And really, this this is just externalizing those I, those intrusive thoughts and making them separate from me, from you. So they are not necessarily me. It's not really me. It's those thoughts. And because they're outside of me, I can get rid of them. I can release them and they do not have to become a part of me. Mm-hmm. So that's a really good way to um, limit, minimize those intrusive thoughts. Another one is that thought stopping. I think Kim talked about that as well. Um, When that thought does come up and we said, everyone has intrusive thoughts at some point, you know, it's just kind of part of our daily life. However, when it starts to interfere with the way that you do things and it starts to cripple you, give you guilt, give you anxiety, that's when it starts to become a problem. Um, And so, for those who can still manage, thought stopping is really helpful. You stop the thought and you start to poke holes. I think you all thought, and you know, why, why, why am I experiencing this? Why am I thinking this? What evidence do I have to support the, this negative thought that I have? And maybe you have experienced it before. And that's why, you know, like cheating. And so you're not really confident in the relationship. Okay, but has this person demonstrated, you know, any signs of this to me? Let's Mm -hmm. bring it to the present as opposed to staying in the past. Yeah. So it kind of seems like you guys all have the same sort of concept when it comes to dealing with these intrusive thoughts. Um, And I really liked what you said, Dr. D, about... um, not letting it affect the way you handle your business or you go through about your day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I love that because I, I know that one of my sayings that I go by is, and I'm sure a lot of people do, if you can't immediately control the situation or the issue, why are you going to stress over it? Mm-hmm. Put it aside and work on things that you can control. Is that kind of the same concept? Absolutely. And that's part of the self-care aspect of that as well. Um, find something that is going to feed you, that is going to help distract you, that is going to help put those thoughts somewhere else. You know, find your own peace, your own happiness. If that's, you know, gardening, if that's, you know, going out and watching a movie, whatever it is, so that you're not so focused on why are they not calling me back? I must have done something wrong. You know, no, go do something for yourself. Feed your soul, feed yourself self-care. I don't think you can ever overdo self-care. I love it. That's a good point about that, about self-care. You know, um, I always tell a lot of my clients, if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not doing the basics, meaning sleeping, eating, and drinking water, if you're not feeding your brain, you cannot expect it to work in the way that you want. 
if you are not doing what it needs in order to be well, you can't expect for it to work, you know, the way that you want it to. So I always, always emphasize just those three basics, sleeping, eating, drinking water. That's fantastic. I like that, yeah. What um, do you think, Murph? What do you think, Murph? I think, yeah, because sometimes it doesn't really help to unpack all of those things right then and there. And if, I, I think a lot of people, myself included, everyone probably doesn't think to say, what am I really needing right now in this moment? Mm-hmm. You know, like if if you're having these intrusive thoughts, like have you stopped to consider what your stress level is in that moment? How much sleep you got the night before? Did I drink water today? Did I eat? You know, if you stop and, and you know, for me, I like to do breath work, like stop and breathe, maybe listen to some music. And then I, I try to look within myself and say, what am I missing? And sometimes what I'm missing is fun. You know, I think yeah. all the therapists in this room can agree. <laughs> that in, in our line of work, what we miss out on a lot is, is fun. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I, I go and try to find ways to make that happen, whether it be uh, calling up crystal to, have chips and drinks with me or or if it's playing with my my dog with my dogs outside or yeah. you know um just doing something something like that because when you when you make the intrusive thoughts your world you may sit there thinking about them ruming, ruminating over them for hours when you could have been spending that time yeah. doing something else yeah I've always been amazed yeah. how you guys don't internalize what you hear from your oh client, but we do right, your patient we do. i don't we do. know i don't know how you i couldn't do it personally because i would just feel i would be in the oh like i would be so moody like i would they, be like they oh my god I they try talk- to fix everything <laughs> go ahead kim i'm sorry oh no no i apologize i think i interrupted you i was just saying that when i was in school they taught us that you can't take your work home but like don't we I I find that you've got to be inhuman to not think about the people you've worked with and the stories that they tell you how can you not you just have to work on refocusing taking care of yourself I wanted to add something though I love the idea of metaphors love bringing creativity into counseling um I love the box stuff and and um I've had folks put like bricks and backpacks too and Mm -hmm. to to symbolize stuff I just you know pictured when you were talking about it you digging up a hole and burying stuff quickly in some public place and that would not raise alarm bells or the police getting called I worried (laughs) oh no so I live in in San Diego and there's there's (laughs) There's like trails and hills and things like uh-huh. that. So I was more worried, not about being seen, because I it was like a mile trail. I was more worried about coyotes, right? And so but <laughs> that was what I was worried about. But I was out in the middle of nowhere, and it was along like bike trails and like hiking trails that I just, I took a walk. And so it was... <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I'm not doing it in the middle laundry. of a park. Like, you can just watch my back. Like, a freshly dug hole and a weight yeah. sticking partially out. And I, I mean, I, I could have done it in the graveyard and no one would have ever suspected anything, right? So, <laughs> oh, that guy's digging a hole. Somebody probably died. So, he's digging a hole by himself. But no, but thank you for your concern about me getting caught. Like, and for that was and, sweet. Yeah, and for like, it was not a body. It was just it was it was like twenty pounds of like rocks in an IKEA bag. You know, evidence? so that's what it was. They would have thought it was evidence. They would have tested it for blood. Yeah, no, it was that. Y'all, you guys are awesome. But no, it was a big, big blue IKEA bag with about twenty pounds of stone and rock in it, and some... that did not raise any alarm bells. <laughs> Well, thank God nobody was riding by or walking, you know. And if a Maybe coyote would have come, then they I would have definitely got hit. I mean, I would have definitely hit the coyote with the IKEA bag. But, okay. Just maybe yeah. I do have the paranoid intrusive thoughts then. <laughs> you know, Kim, I was just thinking we're just always on such high alert. You know, we're just kind of like, oh wait, did did I just see something? Yeah. And then start thinking oh a seven footer just walked by with a blue ikea bag <laughs> did i just see that what is he burying with that shovel i've got my i've got my friend on the task force on speed dial yeah. you watch now let me ask you kim do you watch forensic files when you fall asleep because oh, i do oh like my that. gosh oh my gosh do you know what i do for self-care I listen to small oh, town murder podcasts in my car. If I'm not listening to Taylor Swift's karma, I guarantee you it is hilarious. Hilarious. I listen to that. I'm going to have to listen to you guys too, but the murder part, the murder part. And hence why you're on paranoia. Like, I get it. I get it. I love it. I, I have watched every episode of Forensic Files, every single episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Yep. You got it. Dateline NBC. <laughs> it's usually the husband, right? So Yes. I've also learned that you should you should bury the body upright. <laughs> Put it in danger okay. plant on That's top. It. And that is a that is a top. mind split cafe first right there, ladies and gentlemen. Like, <laughs> bury the body upright. If right. you were gonna do that. <laughs> which you shouldn't it's wrong it is wrong on a number of levels you shouldn't do that but intrusive thoughts will coming if you do something like that for sure everyone you just witnessed intrusive thoughts happening live <laughs> on this podcast yeah that's a pretty deep hole like if you gotta bury the body that way that's a couple ikea bags right there how so. many times have you seen a forensic files where they said and then it looked like they had a slat in their backyard a concrete slat that they just put in that was strangely the size of you know six of a human body yeah by yeah. three feet yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. not suspicious at all so no. it's, yeah. it should just be a foot and a foot just yeah. long wise Exactly. They, you would put have, a plan you would, on top of you it. You would get away with it, Kim. That's Thanks. awesome. <laughs> I love the way you think. That's awesome. I'll, yeah. Not that I'm out there killing people, but I'm just. No, it's wrong. I'm burying rocks and <laughs> negative thoughts and yeah. feelings out with the IKEA bag out in the middle of San killing Diego. People are so. wrong. It's wrong. I'm yeah. I swear, so yeah, never do it. 
when I told you guys that these three ladies were some of my favorite people in the RGV, now. now you now you get it, right? I get it now. <laughs> and you guys are always welcome back. You know, it's like you are always you welcome. You may regret that. No. <laughs> no. You guys are welcome. We love yeah, it. This fine. is the best energy that's Chris doesn't give off this energy when I'm on the show with him usually. <laughs> so you guys are awesome. <laughs> I'm just like, did you cut me down right there? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just I'm tonight, no, no, but no, but like the energy that these four ladies are bringing to this roundtable is something that I think that you and I kind of had in mind when we decided we were going to do this. You know, so yeah, no, the one foot by one foot hole where you bury a body. But I'm just saying, like, it was the energy. You know? Yeah, I love it. I'm so glad you guys came on to do this. It, the, the energy is just unmatched. Yeah, thank you for having us. Of course, it just gave me flashbacks of episode three. I think you just got gaslit, Chris. Yeah, damn. <laughs> damn. Yeah. <laughs> no, damn. it's all good. It is all good. So, ladies, do you? I mean, how can I word this? Um, what are some of the things that you? You know, we kind of mentioned that you kind of take your work home with you even though you're told kind of not to or whatever what are besides self-care what are something else that you can do to, to and water like what else is there to do to to kind of help you because you're sitting here consuming all this you know how do you how do you deal with it okay so i'm just gonna kind of piggy off of kim over here um I really like serial killers and learning about them. And so uh, my friends bought me a serial killer coloring book. Oh my God, Christmas. I got that too. Oh, did you get it? Oh my God, I love it. And it comes with the, like, the encyclopedia too. Oh my God. So like I get to color and learn about the serial killers. You know, coloring, mindfulness, right? It's great. Yeah. So I like to color in okay. my serial killer coloring book. I don't doubt I that, Crystal. So this episode just took a whole nother turn. But <laughs> in a serial killer coloring book, and I, you know, I'm the, if you've seen episodes, I'm kind of the dummy of the show. So I ask the dumb, like normal guy questions. But if you got a serial bill, a serial killer coloring book, don't you just color it in red? Oh, I make it pretty. I use all my colors yeah. and glitter colors I mean, and markers. Yeah. And, I learn. and you can be creative and put rainbows and, and, and suns. Like and the John Wayne Gacy, like with his oh, clown, clown outfit and yeah. stuff. I get to be real oh, colorful. I didn't do that one. No, I'm not doing that one. <laughs> you you need to watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Best <gasps> oh. campy horror film ever. I love. It's supposed to come out with a part two. I'm excited. We were watching. Kim, the... you're so lucky. I don't work with you. God, I would prank <laughs> you so hard. You would. Yeah, <laughs> and I would prank you right back, girl. I, I can imagine you guys working in the same office, being therapists. That that would be interesting. Passing around coloring books, like, hey, I got that page. Like, I got that killer. I want to color that killer. Leave that killer alone. I'm coloring that killer. <laughs> We would make PowerPoint presentations on those killers individually. Uh, yeah, for yeah. We nobody, would. nobody touched the Gigolo Beach Killer. That's mine. <laughs> mine. That's mine. You know, oh, that's no. what I call it. I know it's like gig Giglo or something. My wife's into serial killers too. So, 
and she's alive so just for she's alive right so um not in the blue kitten and ikea she's bag. not in the blue ikea bag no i promise i promise you know i considered myself fun until right now i'm winning <laughs> well you're you wow. have out with you all more. I considered myself fun until I met you ladies. Like you guys are a riot. I mean, I like you guys are a riot. Like, oh out. my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dr. D, since you're since you're on my screen right now, what do you do to keep the work out of the home, or at least I, the, the trauma that you hear about? I enjoy being in the community. Um, I enjoy socializing. I enjoy meeting new people and hearing fresh perspectives of, you know, just different stories. Um, I enjoy drag shows. I enjoy, nice. you know, brunch yeah. with other therapists. And we just kind of all let loose. And yeah, especially are. like bottomless mimosas. Yeah. You can't beat a bottomless mimosa in a drag brunch show. Like you cannot beat that. Like that's all I've done that several times. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So Dr. Yeah. D is what you're saying is you don't color serial killers. I do not. No, 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 no. But but she's not knocking it. <laughs> knocking it. I mean, I'm definitely willing to try it, but can we do it while we have mimosas? Oh yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That would After the coloring a lot better. Yeah, after the fourth or fifth mimosa, though, you start not pulling out the lines. You're just yeah. like. That takes kindergarten. Trying to color as a kindergartner. That is so funny. Well, ladies, thank you so much. You guys have been absolutely the best episode that we've had. And you are all welcome back at any time you want to come back and just kind of talk serial killers or intrinsic or intrusive or whatever kind of thought it is you're more than welcome to come back we could talk drag brunch and mimosas and coping mechanisms and kim you're welcome back anytime with your one foot by one foot six foot hole okay so yes i think this... we need to do another round table with all four of you ladies on here. oh yeah for sure you're welcome back anytime there's probably going to be a lot of questions from the viewers. I oh, yeah. Email we're gonna, so we can get them answered. Yeah, we're going to get all the questions from just this episode. Like, what <laughs> were you guys thinking? Like, where do you get this book? Like, you know, all this stuff. I so, would like to add that we, I respect. We can put it on our website for the listeners. Oh, Go ahead, okay. Kim. I, I'm just saying I would like to add um, that I respect Taylor Swift and I enjoy her music. <laughs> yes thank me. you for not getting us canceled like i appreciate yeah. it yeah yes all hail taylor awesome She's all awesome. hail taylor yes what? we're all swifties kind of yeah i get it so even if we're closeted swifties we are yes i plead the fifth <laughs> yeah i'm not answering that yeah. <laughs> crystal i have a question for you do you eat whataburger or like is it is it tough for you to go into a fully orange restaurant like whataburger if you're an aggie well, you know, in College Station, the Whataburger there is maroon. I know. <laughs> I've been there, and it was tough. It was tough for me. You know, was... Whataburger is the only orange I find acceptable. That's, okay. That's it. No other orange. What about I you? Can't, I cannot. Hmm? Is it UTRGV orange? That's not my school. Yeah. 
that's just that's just, <laughs> that's just her jam. That's where she that's where she does her thing. So yeah. Listen. She's yes. doing all the way. Yeah. Maggie, all the way. Her email. I, I knew it before I before she even got on. It's in my email. <laughs> no, and I'm real into the, the Aggie clubs down here and stuff. Nice. So I'm big Aggie. <laughs> well, you guys are welcome back anytime. And thank you for joining us this week for another episode of Mind Split Cafe. Until then, we're signing off. Chris, you got anything, last thing to say? No, uh, I just want to say thank you for joining us. I would love to have all four of you back on another roundtable very soon. We'll get some more questions for you guys to answer. Um, and thank you to the listeners, as always. We couldn't be doing it without you guys. Take care. Part three coming soon. We're going to change clothes, though, I promise. All right. <laughs> Take care, guys. Maybe. <laughs>